Welcome to Pickensales, the place where your wildest nightmares come true. <laughs> your wildest nightmares? Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it's a spin on the dream. It makes sense, I yeah. guess. My wild. nightmares are wild? They are. Apparently. Was that, was that Peter Laurie? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I think it changed from even the last one I did. So That was a loving tribute. No, but that's kind of fun because, you know, Ken got to do a Halloween intro. I yeah. got to do a Halloween intro. Dan got to do a Halloween intro. And now, Jacob's Jacob! back. Yay! Yay. I mean, I was excited to have you come back until I heard that. So <laughs> now you're now we're done. Yeah, no, I just couldn't be happier. Yay! Yay! <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome out to Bacon Sale. It's our final Halloween show. Oh. I know. Oh, by the way, yeah, you're getting there. It's Bacon Sale. Yeah. I'm Kent. I'm Joel. And Jacob. And you know us. Whatever. What? <laughs> It's like episode 30. What if someone's listening for the first time right now? What if we get a second listener? <laughs> I want that second listener. One day. But I feel like it will ruin the relationship with the first. Yeah. And only. Our one and only listener. Yeah. You're out there. You know who you are. We and believe in you. We love you. Hopefully you believe in us. <laughs> well, speaking of Halloween. <laughs> so, I mean, this month we've had some fun uh, on the on the theme of Halloween. First, uh, the first week. What did we do the first week of Halloween? What was that? We did zombies the first week. That's right. Zombies the first week, and then psychology of horror second week. Yes. Third week we did Halloween candy. What you guys did one on Halloween candy? We did. Uh, uh, we didn't tell him. We, oh we didn't. my gosh! This is remember. So when, remember when we poisoned you? <laughs> oh yeah, when you poisoned. That's me. what we talk about. Yeah, candy. With yeah. the black. Do you want to talk about the black whopper again? Because I'll talk about the black like, whopper I don't again. Talk about the black whopper again. Do you want me to family friendly this again? Maybe. I didn't actually hear enough about poop during the last episode, <laughs> so I was hoping we could revisit it. <laughs> Joel, as your brother said, poop is always funny. My brother's an idiot. <laughs> Joel cares. He also, he also said the Whopper is the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, God. It really was. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? It was funny how uh, uncomfortable you were during the last one, so that's pretty much why. And he wasn't even here. It's like yeah. podcasting with a bunch of 12-year-olds. Yeah, pretty much. That's what you signed up for, right? No. We're talking about pop culture. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're 12. But it's an intelligent twelve. No, oh, okay, ah, okay. So, what are we talking about today? today? It's the last week of Halloween. About for the very last one, we're going to hand out some cool reward categories. Now, this will be reminiscent. What? Hey, what does that even mean? We're going to hand out cool rewards. Like to categories? our listener? What do you mean? Uh, what does that mean? Is this a Jacob twist? This sounds like a Jacob twist. <laughs> you guys have no idea what the show's about. That's going to be fun. <laughs> oh no, no, uh, this is bad. Okay, we're going to be. I don't know. What are we going to do? <laughs> You guys know? Okay. For, for Jake's you, still a little sick, guys. For those of you who've listened to the show for a while, a while back we did uh, a show on disaster, a podcast episode on disaster movies. And in that, uh, Jacob would give us a category. We would then pick our favorite that for that category, like best tornado movie. And Kent would say, yeah, I Twister. was going to get to this explanation, but how do you explain it in a summarized way that makes sense? Exactly how I'm doing no, it. No, you're not. You're telling a story. Take notes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you still haven't done it. You've I'm done staying it. out of this. Title, I just said. Give it a title. I just said that Jacob's going to give us categories, and we're going to p- pick favorite movies. I call it a quizigory because it's a quiz slash category okay. list. See that I'm into. That <laughs> You're I'm into, into that. Me making up words. It's the quizigory. The Halloween quizigory. <laughs> no. Yes. Because Welcome. guess what? Gory works in two levels. Can we spell it G O R Y. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's how it would have been spelled anyways. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hold on, should we redo this? <laughs> Maybe. So let's just jump right into it. Yeah. Jacob, give us a category, and then Kent and I are going to pick our favorites, or at least our, our choice for that category. Now, now, what we did for our disaster show is we actually did a winner and an honorable mention. With this one, I did come up with two because if 
I have the same one as you. I'll probably give a different answer. I did the same thing, but not on all of them. Okay. Uh, I have, I have, I don't know, maybe out of the, we have like 20 something categories and I probably have about, I don't know, 10 honorable mentions. Yeah. So, so. we'll spend some time on the first 10 or so, and then we may do a lightning round with quizzes in between. Uh, do we have quiz buzzers or should we just decide that later? I think we should get quiz buzzers ready when the quiz is about to start. Cause right now it's just, let's do a category. Or okay. Something. Sounds great. Play along at home, won't you? <laughs> at uh, BaconCell.com or on our Facebook page. Listener, you know, we've got about 21 categories that both Joel and Kent <laughs> they know. We just pulled a Kent. It's about 21 exactly. <laughs> I was going to say 20, but then I'm like, yeah, it's just 21. It's pretty simple. It's similar uh, to however, the 21 I've number. I've seen that movie approximately you know, 3.5 times. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, there is some others, unspecified number. Uh, that Wait, that we weren't that prepared guys, for? That you're not prepared for. We didn't plan for this. That's yeah, fun. But you have been researching, so I think you're generally in on Yeah, but the, the, the point about... I went through here. Joel's getting scared. He well, is. Because He's so nervous. He likes to prepare. I he went, really does. I do. Everyone and should know this. Three pages through, of notes. No, it's only two. Um, but I went through and I made sure I didn't have any repeats. Because I didn't want to say the same movie twice. Because truthfully, some of these movies could fit in so many different categories that I went, I want to have a variety of movies here. And so I'm worried if you throw in a, a curveball, I'll be like, uh, uh, another one I said on this list. And Which is fine. That's no fun. No, no. I, this, they're, they're different. Don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. I'm hard on myself. No, I, th- I think you'll like the, the surprises. Okay. I always do. <laughs> Yeah, if anyone hates the surprises, it's Joel. (laughs) Joel hates being surprised. Yeah. Some days. He's happy at the end, though, normally. All right. Oh, it always turns out fine. So I'm going to start with the first one. Usually. The first one you guys even know. Okay. Best classic monster. Best classic monster? I'm going to give this one to Dracula, 1931. I mean, he's suave, but menacing, but not, like, creepy-ish, like Gary Oldman was as as, uh, Dracula. Yeah. But uh, he's iconic. You cannot look at Bela Lugosi and not see Dracula. In fact, Bela Lugosi was buried in his Dracula costume. He is... A- <laughs> that is weird, right? It's, it's weird. I feel like he didn't want to do that. And people just dressed him up that way after he died. <laughs> now he'll come back. <laughs> just put him in the costume. <laughs> no, he, he it was in his final wishes. But it's a great Dracula movie because it doesn't depend on, like... Uh, gore or special effects or something like that he is dracula he looks like dracula and that's why i chose him for my best classic monster that's a good choice joel that's thank a good you. choice thank you jacob see and i went Probably with as good as whatever kin says but i let's... went with dracula but a little more terrifying just based on looks alone i went with nosferatu ah. uh, because i can watch dracula and I enjoy it i'm not very scared it's not a very scary movie in fact i'd say Ren- renfield is the most yes is the creepiest part of the original dracula absolutely dracula but Nosferatu is scary. It is. His movements. I mean, the fact that it's a silent movie and those are always scary. He don't look right. <laughs> and just everything, the way, the way the director like filmed the, the shadows and everything or him just... They call it German Expressionism. Is, is that... Wow. Well done. I've seen a, horror, a foreign horror movie, Ken, believe it or not. <laughs> I gave Joel a hard time about not seeing any foreign horror. Yes. Because let's just say foreign scary movies. Yes. Can we just say scary? Let's just say scary movies. Because it's hard to to pronounce horror. It's a hard word to throw out there a lot. I'd like it. (laughs) (laughs) Jake's I'm not going there. I think that's actually a fantastic (laughs) choice. Yeah, thank you. It was very close to what I was going to pick. It it wasn't even my honorable mention, but I remember thinking, Unosferatu would be great. Like mine would have been Frankenstein, but I don't... Frankenstein's monster, but I don't feel like he's all that scary. Well, the Frankenstein's monster is interesting because it's one of the few times I think that... They've completely changed the character from the book. Yeah. 
and created something totally new and awesome. Yeah. Because the, it's the, iconic. Yeah. It, you think of Frankenstein, you think of Boris Karloff in the Frankenstein movie. You don't think of, you know, the creature from uh, the actual book, Frankenstein. Yeah. Just a scarred man, basically. Yes, we know he's the creature and not yeah. Dr. Frankenstein is the doctor. We know that. Don't write in. Stop writing in right now. <laughs> listener. You listener. So, yeah, Nosferatu. All right. That's pretty good. That's great pretty good. choice. I applaud your decision. I would stop di- it. Stop being so kind. Oh no, my I, gosh, Joel. I would, dis- I, I, I would disagree. I'd say my you. choice was a little bit better because how many times has Nosferatu appeared in movies versus how many times has Dracula appeared in movies? You just can't reproduce the original. I mean, that's that thing is Funny you should so say good. That. <laughs> because they actually did film the Mexican language version on the same set at night. They were filming, of Nosferatu? No, no, of Dracula. Oh, really? They filmed the English version during the day and then they'd bring in the Mexican crew at night. They filmed the Spanish language version. Joel's fun facts. Yeah. Did Bella Lugosi yeah. play him or? No, it was a different person altogether. Huh. Yeah. Bella Luchadore? <laughs> Maybe. Bella Luchadore. <laughs> Yo soy Dracula. <laughs> All right. What movie would you say has the best remake? Just jumping right into that, huh? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Man, I'm split on this, but I'm going to go with Fright Night. What? Yeah. It's Fright Night. Fright Night. Yep. That's the only one that came to my mind, honestly. Are you kidding me? It's a good remake. Out of all the horror movie remakes out there, you're going to pick the one with uh, Irish McIrish face. What's his name? I can't remember his name right now. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Irish McIrish Wow. I am, like, shell-shocked right now. <laughs> it's not. Because <laughs> this is why I thought Joel had a problem with foreign horror, because oh, he's very central. <laughs> no, I, Irish is even too foreign for him. <laughs> Irish actors. Anglo-Saxons. No. I didn't know Colin, hate him. I didn't know Colin Farrell was an Irish actor, and when I saw him in Minority Report, he pulled off that American accent great. And he does And then fine. you realized he was from another country, and then you hated him. No, that's you, Kent. <laughs> oh, yeah, please. Who's Irish McIrish in? I say that's not a racial thing. <laughs> it might be. No. I always say talking McTalkerson all the time when I'm talking about you. And I always say, you know, unresearchy Richardson. <laughs> These are the worst nicknames just ever. Him, like hot guy from Ireland. Or yeah. Something. yeah. Hot, he, he is an attractive man. <laughs> but the original Fright Night is better than the remake. No, I disagree. It, I love the original Fright Night. I grew up watching it. I love Roddy McDowell. Mm-hmm. But I think the new one. Because I had very little expectation for it, blew me away. So funny, I love scary, brutal. They, I love it when they take David the camp Tennant. out of a campy movie. They went full camp. David Tennant's role in that movie was all camp. It's not as campy as the original, though. Like those vampire faces in the original, they are awesomely hilarious. Yeah, in a 1980s sort of way. It's great. Don't get me wrong, but I think the remake maybe did a little bit better. Yeah. Joel, that's your opinion, <laughs> and it's right. <laughs> I think, um, for mine, the best remake is The Ring. 2002 The Ring. Because you watch... I went back and watched Ringu. Oh, another foreign scary movie. And... (laughs) (laughs) I like how you started nice and then everything's going wrong. Uh, No. I I went... I watched The Ring first. I saw that in theaters. Everyone did. It was terrifying. Yeah. And then I went back and I was like, you know, I really want to see what the movie it came from was. And I watched it and Ringu is not that good it's, it's okay it's really just kind of dull and when people die they get scared and then the the screen turns black and white and they freeze frame that's how people die it's uh sadako though who is samara it's in the- sudoku <laughs> <laughs> sudoku uh she was actually terrifying though 
Well, like her as a spirit, as a creation in that movie was great. Right. And the, the, the special effects weren't awesome. No. And the story even wasn't as compelling. If you're going to watch a horror movie uh, original, uh, Japanese horror remake original, you should watch Juon, The Grudge. Yeah. That one actually is pretty good. It is. And it, much different from the uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer version that came later. <laughs> really? So you're, okay. <laughs> but it, I, I think The Ring is considered one of the horror movie greats so much that people don't even realize there's a there one that came before it. And that's almost why I didn't consider that in my remake thing, even though it's like a direct remake. Mm-hmm. But it came out like a year before. I was thinking something that it's like audiences like this 30 years ago. Let's try it again. Have yeah. you just watched it recently? The Ring? The Ring, yeah. yes. How recently? Two years ago? Within the last year. Yeah. I'm just wondering how it holds up time-wise. Cause, it, I mean, it's like, still good. It's, like, well, listen, have, the punch at the end will never be the things? same. No. And it's not as scary when you watch it multiple times. Uh, I actually did a paper on it in college. One of my first papers I ever wrote was an eight-page paper on The Ring. How did you graduate? Every show, like, I did a paper on this weird movie. I had a film minor. All right. So that was part of my coursework. But it really took... So this is biology. I I took the scary out of it, essentially. I dissected it so much it's not really scary anymore, but it's still very entertaining. It's still creepy. So I I think it still holds up well. Technology has changed a bit, but I still think this is going to be one of those that stands the test of time. And I think the movie that they made, you know, the video you actually watch... Yeah. It's still terrifying because it's just out there. I can't watch the finger on the nail. I can't watch that part. Every if you time. watch the special features, there's one called Rings mm-hmm. where they show kind of a flashback and they show a longer version of the video. Right. It's gross. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. It's a gross movie. Too. Good choice. Thank you. All right. You guys ready for a quiz? N- nothing. Yes. Yeah. Let's hear say. your buzzwords. I'm nice today. You are nice today. Yeah. Buzzwords? My, uh, oh, my our, our buzzers. <laughs> our buzz my buzzword is yeah. synergy. <laughs> you won't believe number six. <laughs> Click on this link now. Yeah. Uh, my buzz buzzer is beep beep, Richie. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Stop being so agreeable. Uh, mine's going to be dun 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 dun. And he has to do the whole thing. Every time. It's a lot of build up every time. Yeah. I hope you guess every single time. Let's, let's <laughs> do well, it's only two of us, so I might have to. Right. And we just have to sit here and wait while Joel's like, dun, 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 Hey, dun. that's my buzzer. So you're going to have a quiz now is what you're saying. Quiz question. Single quiz question. Scary movie quiz. Scary movie quiz. Question number one. Who was the female lead role in The Babadook? We need an actor's name. Actress. Beep, beep, Richie. Essie right Davis. That is correct. Kate. That's no fair. You she's an Aussie. Movie. She's an Aussie. He's an Aussie. You, you recently watched that movie. I haven't seen it for I two years did, now. I don't even remember like the character's name, let alone the actors' names. Oh, that's a tough one. Wow, this this is the way the quiz is going, huh? I, I better step it up. Yeah. Well, right. it's only one. I mean, come on. All right. Yeah, but I, I don't. If it's all <laughs> who like did that, the makeup for Jason Voorhees in number four? That's exactly what I'm worried it's going to turn into. <laughs> you guys want another question? Or back to yeah, let's do another question. Let's do this. Be fun. What year did Scream come out? Beep, beep, Richie. 1996. Please, 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 please. Was it 96? That's my guess. <laughs> Joel, what do you think? It is 96. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay mark me, back. mark Dana for a point. Dang it. Ken's right. got two now. All right, next I'm category. I'm still zero. <laughs> Aw. Zero. Was that Jake? You're zero. That was it. Was from Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> zero. One of the vampires. Best unintentional horror movie. Ooh, Go, Kent. You're first. Okay, so there was a beautiful movie that came out in 1929, maybe. 
I don't remember the exact year. Have you year. seen movies before 1980? I know. No, there's one I had seen. It's called The Wizard of Oz. Oh, that's like, yeah. That's 1939? 34. Okay, who knows? I'm going to look it up. Anyways, it was just this glorious movie, and it's still regarded as one of the best of all times. And then they made this made a sequel in the late 80s, early 90s. 1939. Okay. And it's called Return to Oz. Oh! I thought you were going to say Wizard of Oz, but I know exactly what you're talking about yes. now. <laughs> Return to Oz is a movie I watched as a kid, and it is so bizarre because Dorothy is getting electroshock therapy. Yep. Because she's crazy. Mm-hmm. And she's actually like younger than she was in the uh, movie story, <laughs> that sort of the thing. The timeline is really messed up. There. It is. But she had to go back to Oz about 10, 15 years after everything took place and after the Scarecrow saved the day, yada, yada. He was supposed to be king. And then there were wheelers. Oh, the wheelers. And big, long legs. They, they walk on wheels and they have these big, long legs. It's fun like, fact. Stilts. I used to put sweats on. And I was real bendy back in the day. And <laughs> back in the day, you have your legs around your head right now. <laughs> I know, weird, right? And I used to put my arm, my uh, shoulders into the sweats, and I used to run around and scare my sisters and be a wheeler. <laughs> That's awesome. The wheelers were scary. The queen that could change her face was terrifying. That's what I was going to say. If you didn't bring up the hall of heads, I was going yeah. to. Because that moment when you see all the heads and they all wake up and start freaking out, I, I still just, oh, that gives me the chills. And, and I think it's it. supposed to be a fantasy movie, but it is terrifying. There was a really blur line between fantasy and horror in the 80s yeah like i don't know what they were thinking it's like hey let's just freak out kids hey dark crystal this is for kids right oh god yeah so that's my choice but the one i chose was actually willy wonka and the chocolate factory the 1970 totally version. fair yeah that's a good choice really. and i say that because the newer version if you watch it at the end you get to see all the kids come out and they're all okay a little bit stretchy you know whatever yeah but they're all fine you don't see that in the 1971 movie do they die? They are dead. You just have to take them at their word. And I remember feeling utter panic when Augustus Gloop was stuck in the pipe. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's going to die. And then he shoots off into the boiler room and they're like, oh, he'll be fine. No, he's not fine. <laughs> he's dead. He's dinner <laughs> for the Oompa Loompas. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, Violet? Yeah. She, I think she exploded. She No, she did. And they took her in the other room. They said they had to juice her. And they popped her? I, I, I think she just kept growing until... Oh. So this is and, what no, That's maybe gross. you should continue because the one scene in particular... I think we all know that yeah. there was a moment in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory that would terrify any person, young or old. It's the tunnel scene. Yep. What is up with that? It is an LSD trip. You're watching chickens get beheaded. You watch a centipede crawl across a woman's face. It's, it's crazy. Wait, are chickens really beheaded in that scene? Yeah, there's a, there's a scene where it shows a chicken and then the axe comes down right on its neck. You see a chicken beheading. It's almost like, don't hug me, I'm scared. <laughs> which is a new fascination for me. <laughs> You're going to bring that up in the episode. <laughs> no, of but it's bizarre. Oh, it's, it is, it's just messed up and, and it doesn't belong. It's, it's a comedy. It's a family comedy. But there's a dark tone to that mm-hmm. that's not really in the book. And I think, oh, it's not? No. I okay. mean, the, book, the, the newer version actually is a little closer to the book a little bit, except for the whole Willy Wonka backstory, which is not given. But that movie, it's terrifying, and it's fun. Uh, my honorable mention, by the way, was Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Oh, that's great. With the Banshees? The Banshee. I would cry whenever the Banshee came on the screen yeah. last, last year. And <laughs> <laughs> Honey, hold me. As a kid growing up, I could not take the Banshee. And so that was my honorable mention. I wanted to bring that one up, too. Darby yeah. O'Gill and I think that one's kind of meant to be scary, though. It's not really, though, because I mean, the whole movie's like, oh, it's leprechauns. It's, it's Sean fun. Connery and Little People. Yeah, it's a love story. And then all of a sudden, this banshee appears at the doorway and tries to take your soul away. Yeah. It's like dating in Provo. <laughs> Zing. You're zinging on Provo? That's so weird. I love Provo. Yeah, I know you do. 
All right. You guys ready for another category? Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, let's talk about the best foreign scary movie. Did Joel, have you seen one of these? I have, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, huh. my, my choice for best foreign scary film would be M. The letter M. Ah, I haven't seen this one. 1931. Yeah, uh, it was it was right at the bridge when they started getting sound in film. This is a German film, and it's right uh, when they started getting sound in film. So they still don't have it quite down. There's a lot of voiceover. It's a little annoying in that way. But one of Peter Lorre's first roles, and he plays this child killer, and it's one of the first movies to use le motif. Which is a French word. Which is what? It's uh, associating a tune with a character. I mean, they did that in plays and stuff like that. Like, you had the theme of, you know, Peter and the Wolf and stuff like yeah. that. But this was one of the first times in movie it happens. And what it is, it's in the Hall of the Mountain King. Oh, that's awesome. So, but the thing is, he whistles the tune. Whistling and, is never good, by the way. No, it's creepy. If I ever hear, I go outside and one of my neighbors is whistling, I go inside and lock the door. <laughs> like, I think whistling is the creepy, creepiest have, thing. Do you have a lot of whistling neighbors? No, I've heard people whistle, and I'm like, are they planning to kill me? My, my family's my family's whistling. <laughs> what is that? Like an old lady whistle? Yeah. Missing a tooth? But uh, just picture this, okay? So, like, the I thing is, awesome. it's about this guy. It's about this guy. And it's actually a very complex movie, because the killer, he's multi-layered. But he sings this song whenever he's going to kill uh, a child. Mm-hmm. And it's not graphic anyway. It's 1931. Like, they go, uh, like, this. he follows a kid in the forest that's holding a ball, and the ball rolls out of the forest. And it's like, oh. But there's this one part in the middle of the movie where this little girl's walking on the street with her mom, and her mom goes in a store, and she's standing outside the window. And all of a sudden, you just hear. Oh. You just hear it in the background, and you're like, ah, run away, little girl. But. A very good movie. Uh, uh, it's a little bit slow, like I said, but well worth a watch. Um, okay, cool. I have an honorable mention yeah. if you want. Sure, to yeah, real quick. I was just going to say, let the right one in. Two thousand eight. Yeah, it's awesome. A, it's a slow burner vampire film. Uh, I didn't see the American remake. But you should actually. Is it is it good? It's great. Because I will say, uh, Stephanie Meyer should take note. This is what a story about an adolescent vampire should be. The American remake is like exactly like that movie, but without the European element. Oh, really? so there's not the weird stuff. Oh, okay. Because that ending, the, oh, the ending, ending's the ending awesome. in the pool of Let the Right One In is, it's beautiful, <laughs> but it's so horrifying at the same time. The way they shoot it is amazing. Yeah. But I, I don't want to give anything away, but it's like this whole underwater shot and it's it's very creepy. But anyway, those are my choices. So my foreign scary movie pick is called Dumplings. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Joel is giving me a look right now and I can't even mention that name. You brought it up on Radio Ronin. And I was like, <laughs> why would you do that? Mine is a Japanese horror film. Okay. It's called Audition. Have you heard of Audition I at have, all? I have heard You've of it. You've seen the cover and it has the Japanese woman yep. in kind of the surgical gear a little bit. The apron and the gloves. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this is a misleading movie and I'm not going to totally ruin the end. Okay. But there's an, an old man... And he's a widower, and his whole, you know, his kid is like, hey, why don't you get remarried? He's like, I never felt like it. But then he's like, okay, finally, people are people are pressuring me to get married. I'm going to have auditions for women to kind of, like, do video dating things, you it's know. Like dating in Provo. Like dating in Provo. <laughs> and so it's like speed dating, except for uh, his film producer friend would make these videos of these women, and they'd sit there and they'd talk to the camera, be like, here's why I'm so great. There's a very quiet woman who's very, like, meek and everything, and he's like, that's the one. They're dating, everything's going okay, until the last 20 minutes. And I'm going to leave it at that. And then it, this, and I, I should clarify. Uh, Something bad happens? Hey, mm. hey, kids, don't go find this one on your own, because it's pretty disturbing at the end. I'll just say there's one scene leading up to the end where 
he calls her and she's at her home yeah. and it's just a normal conversation and you see this giant bag in the background and it's just sitting there and then at the end of the conversation you see the bag jerk and move really quick and you're like oh my gosh what is going on mm, and i'll leave it at that wow um I like that. so we had german and we had swedish and we had japanese so yeah. good mix there I'm not hungry anymore. <laughs> Can't wait for lunch after this. Green dumplings. <laughs> no, no, we're not mentioning dumplings anymore. Terrible. All right, you guys ready for your ready with your buzzers? Yes. All right. Kennedy. Yeah. Yep. Which Hollywood star was almost cast in Halloween as he was dating one of the stars? It's multiple choice. You guys need. Yes, please. John Travolta. Dennis Quaid. Bruce Willis. BP Pritchie. John Travolta. Dennis Quaid. Yes. Yeah. He was dating Jamie Lee Curtis? Apparently. Huh. Yeah, who knew? There you go. Point for Joel. Point for Joel. Point for Joel. Did you say who could blame him? Yeah. I probably could. Not of that age. True lies? She's like 60 in true lies. She's probably like 35. You know what's weird to me? That she's a hermaphrodite? No. Yeah. That Jamie Lee Curtis is married to uh, the Six-Fingered Man. Oh, really? Christopher Guest. Corky. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it's just hilarious that those two are married. In a good way. <laughs> it's right. a good thing. Next question. It's not like Rhea Perlman and Danny, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito, two smallest are people ever. Are they together? Mm, who knows, Joel? I don't want to give an update yeah, on their they're relationship. Definitely, they're definitely together. I check it every day. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they are. Uh, Hollywood love. All right. Which musician influenced the title of The Shining? John Lennon. Bob Dylan. Jimi Hendrix or Elvis? Bob Dylan. Dang it. Can't read the selections off again. John Lennon, Bob Dylan, Jimi Hendrix, Elvis Presley. Choose Bob Dylan. Jimi Hendrix. John Lennon. Yes! No. Did I get a half a point? No. There's still That was 50-50. No. Let's Jacob, move on. Jacob's the judge. Jacob is the wise and fair judge. He will am, make the decision. I'm a wise and fair judge. You definitely don't get a point. You jerk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready for a category that you don't know is coming? Oh, sure. Okay. What's the best, scariest moment you can remember from all horror? Like that moment that... The best, you? scariest moment? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I should have just said the scariest moment. There's some redundancy there, obviously. But yeah, the scariest moment from horror that stayed with you. I'm going to use my honorable mention really quick. It is in Salem's Lot. And it's the, the young... Stephen King miniseries? It's, uh, no, well, it's the oh, no, it's old the movie. TV yeah, movie. Yeah, but yeah. it was on TV. Yeah. And it was the boy scratching at the window. Ooh. The second floor window. That's a And one. I just think that... Isn't that in Buffy the Vampire Slayer? And isn't that Luke Perry and... <laughs> no. And, uh, Stop it. David Arquette? <laughs> Probably. Mike, let me in. Well, you know a lot about the uh, movie. I do. Yeah. But yeah, it's from Salem's Lot. That's my honorable mention because okay. I think that's so creepy to be a kid in your room. All of a sudden, your buddy is outside your window and you live on the second floor. That is, that is Buffy. He's saying, "Let me in, let me in." Uh, the, the, which you, you mentioned, uh, we were talking creep show a yeah. while back, and you mentioned that that ghost in the second floor window yes. that really creeped always out scared well. me when so I was apparently a kid. Things floating outside your second it floor is. window. It's things watching me while I sleep. Take note, Jacob. I will. No, because <laughs> you'll do it. Get a ladder. The, the scariest. We know where you live. I think Kent. the most. Thing, the thing that's jolted me the most is in the Blair Witch Project, and it's the, the final scene when Mike wait, is so facing wait, the you corner. You have an honorable mention and an actual one for a category that we didn't know was going to happen? Well, no, this is the same thing as what we had. Oh, which one are you Most doing? horrific image. Oh. Yeah. 
Oh, that's up there? Yeah. Oh. We okay. did that. I guess oh. it is there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just that good. But it, it's Mike facing the wall. And then her running, you know, Heather running downstairs and then the camera dropping. Oh, that's a great ending. Yeah. The movie itself is like a mess and hard to watch. And then I'm like, what? Uh, no, I love it. But it's still, it makes you sick. Mm. And then that moment. Uh, yeah, I think I gasped when I saw that yeah. at the end. Like, It's, oh, it's okay. a terrifying end, especially when you, just with the backstory and all that. It's a very terrifying. Yeah, full circle. All right, Joel. Okay, so I guess I'm going with the most horrific image. Good, I don't have to make anything up. Uh, we talked about this one on the zombie podcast, but it's when Karen Cooper is stabbing Helen Cooper with a spade in Night of the Living Dead. Is it? Okay. That, the sound effects has oh, its weird yeah. high pitch kind of a... It's like her screaming, but it doesn't sound human. And there's blood splatter. And it's, it's, it's a spoiler alert from 1968. There's a, a zombie daughter killing her mother. And it just, I, I still to this day get the chills whenever I, whenever I see that. Honorable mention... Large Marge from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times I just had this thought that Large Marge was going to be in my bathroom at home. It was a burning, steaming wreck. They pulled her out. Looked just like this. <laughs> <laughs> Large Marge. You I, are not wrong there. That horrifies me. To Joel me. wins. Yay! <laughs> With my honorable mention. Yeah, seriously. <sighs> All right. That was good. That was good. All right. Best twist. Okay. Another category. Best twist. Uh, did you go, I'll go first yep. on this one. Uh, there are a lot of good twists in horror movies. In fact, that's kind of a staple of horror movies. There has to be a twist at the end or some sort How of... How far like, do we want to go here? Spoiling-wise, you Yes. Um, I'm giving a spoiler from 1960. Okay, I think you're fine. But I'm going to say the best twist is Psycho. We talked about this on the Dr. Matt podcast, I believe. But the fact that you start the movie with um, Marilyn... Marin, Marion. Good heavens. Marion Crane... You're journeying along with her, and then she dies at the hands of mother. And you only have, a third way through, too. You, right? Yeah, like yeah. no, it's yeah, barely into it. And then you have no one else to identify with except for poor Norman, who has to deal with his crazy mother. And then, spoiler alert for 1960, Norman is his mother. And Kent brought this up last time. This is one of the first movies where they said, "No, you can't just walk in the middle. You have to be here at the beginning of the movie." And I think that just shows what a powerful twist this was and what a powerful movie moment this was in history. It really set things in motion for for things like that. Yeah. And then my honorable mention, uh, spoiler alert for 1978's Invasion of the Body Snatchers. First of all, that movie gives me the creeps. Almost any movie from the 70s, whether it's horror or not, gives me the creeps. But the moment at the end of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which for those of you who don't know, it's about a movie where these pods will grow people out of them and then kill the people. So then you have these pod people taking the place of others. You say Mm -hmm. the original? Yes. No, okay. no, no, not the original, original. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the 70s one, but there's a 50s one. Donald Sutherland one? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Donald Sutherland one is the 70s one. And, yeah. the, and at the oh. very end, at the very end, it's yeah. like this, this woman and man, these two people you've been rooting for the entire time, and they, if they can't fall asleep, otherwise they'll get taken over. They end up having to separate. And at the very end, she walks up to him. She's like, I think his name's David. And she's like, David, David. And he looks at her and just points and makes this horrifying screeching noise that the aliens make when they are sounding their alarm. And you realize... He's turned into a, an alien. Yeah, and, that was. Oh, that was, yeah, that was nasty. Speaking of Donald Sutherland, this one wasn't actually one of mine. Real quick, though, there's a movie called Don't Look Now, and it's one where he and his wife are in Europe looking for their oh, deceased the daughter. The red coat. The red coat. Yeah. And the very last scene is they're following a, a young girl who is wearing that red coat. Is it a red coat or is it a yellow? It's a red coat. It's red, okay. And so they're following her all through this this town that they're unfamiliar with, and they, they finally catch up to her. He does. I mean, he, is wife, it wife, just yeah, him? He, I think he's obsessed. The wife doesn't want him to Okay, do and then she finally turns around, and it's it's a midget yes. woman. And it's real quick, and it's so scary. It's a homicidal midget. 
it, it's the worst thing ever, and they think it's her, their daughter who's yeah. deceased. Yeah. For me, my honorable mention, real quick, is from the movie Orphan. Oh. From like six years ago, the movie itself, you're like, how dumb is this? You know, the movie looks really stupid, but man, when they release that, reveal that twist, that movie, I was so in that emotionally wrecked me. <laughs> I was an emotional wreck for like a week after watching that movie. Orphan. It's a heavy, heavy movie. <laughs> I just had kids. Quick editor's note: Joel thinks I am talking about the 2007 Spanish film The Orphanage, not The Orphan from 2009, which I'm talking about. So. Little bit of confusion. Now, back to the show. Yeah. And then I saw this movie and I was like, oh no. I don't want to ruin it because I, th- I think people should watch it just for the weird, weird twist. Yeah. It's very well done and it's, yes. it's creepy, but man, it's hard to watch. But I think the best twist is from Saw, and I'm not going to reveal that one either. From the first Saw? From the first Saw. Okay. But basically, let's just say... The puppet was dead the whole time. <laughs> yeah, how weird, right? <laughs> Billy the puppet was dead the whole time. But it, it was at the very end when you finally find out who's been watching and where. Which doesn't make a lot of sense when you pick it apart, but... Don't worry about it. It's a good twist. Yes. I'm going to go back and actually try and do a surprise one since that didn't work out last time. Just <laughs> well, a reworded. Didn't work. I'm going to screw them over again. <laughs> All right. What was the creepiest no, this isn't a- trailer? Creepiest trailer? Yeah. I mean, if we're going historical, I didn't personally see it this time, but I've seen the trailer since. Yeah. But it's probably Last House on the Left. It's only a movie. It's only a movie. It's only a movie. That's the one where uh, bad things happen. Let's just say that. Is that the Jennifer Lawrence one? No. that's No, there's a 70s one and there was a remake, but... uh... It's... Yeah, the Jennifer Lawrence one is House at the End of the Street. Oh, okay. Last House on on the Left, well... Yeah, it's bad and it's ugly. It's a very ugly movie, and a girl gets taken advantage of and is on death's door, basically. But this, but this and it's so gross out. that it's, they say it's only a movie. It's only a movie. It's only a movie. Huh. And it's a seventies yeah. one, so it's it's a grindhouse. It's it's pretty gritty. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say probably the strangers. I remember that one affected me pretty bad because you were home. Yeah, it's like, why, why are you doing this? It's a, it's a movie about these killers who come to these people's house and attack them, and they're like, why are you doing this? And they said, because you were home. And it was just such a creepy ending. <laughs> and they had the record skipping, that creepy music just skipping over and over again, and it, it was a very effective trailer for an okay horror movie. Yeah, Human Centipede trailer was come awful on. as well. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to bring it up. You watch that and you go, nope, that is disturbing and if, wrong. If it my nephew disturbing. is listening to the show, please do not look up Human Centipede and do not look up Dumplings. <laughs> you don't want those things I'm in totally your head. looking those two up now. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, it's reverse psychology. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying I, I looked them up because I was curious and I don't, I'm just sad that they're in my head now because I don't want to know anything about those and I wish I didn't know I'm anything about those. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Uh, best horror movie for a date. Can't I believe you're first on this one? All right. Okay, and th- this is going to seem like a weird choice. I chose it more because it's lighter fare, even though it will make you distrust each other. Especially, it will make her distrust you. Gone Girl. <laughs> gone, it's Gone Girl. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. That's not what you're going with? What Lies Beneath. Oh, oh what lies beneath. Yeah. And this is more of a suspense. Are we giving spoilers for this one? Yeah, I kind of already did. Kind of, yeah. I, I mean, so. it'll make her distrust you. No, we, we can give spoilers. So, like, 2001. Yeah, it is. Like but it, it's, it has the right amount of jump scares. It, it keeps you guessing. It's a little bit supernatural, but mm-hmm. not a ton. It is more thriller. And I think that is kind of okay. It's PG-13. So, I did this on dates. I watched this movie on dates. Right. And it worked. 
I don't know what worked means. <laughs> I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> I got a second date. Was that with your wife? <laughs> that was before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think once again, spo- spoiler alert for what lies beneath, I think that casting Harrison Ford as a bad guy was a brilliant choice. Yes. It really was. Cause you didn't see that coming. Wait, he's a bad guy? Yeah. Ruiner. Oh. I, I put the spoiler alert before That's that. True. Yeah. Uh, my best horror movie for a date is 1980s The Changeling. Now, you may say, Joel, what? why on earth would you... Would a you? family gets killed at the beginning of that movie. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to know why, Ken? loves to show that. Ken, do you want to know why this is the best date movie? Hmm. Because it works. <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're classifying is now effective for dates? No, trust it me. It works. Oh, uh, yeah. On uh, June 6th, 2006, 666. My friends and I decided to have a scary movie night. Okay. For 666. I invited my future wife over. It was the first movie we ever watched together. Really? And we are now married and happily married. So it actually worked. It worked. The Changeling worked. So all you out there who aren't married, <laughs> just show a group of people The Changeling. One of them in the room is going to be your wife. I like that she knew who you were from the first date. It's like, oh, this is what he's into. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know? Loves weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> probably a little too much information but she knows this i actually called her to ask her out on a date she didn't answer like i left the, i left the message but she didn't answer mm-hmm. so i called another girl to ask her on a date and she said yes and then a little while later my wife called me back and said hey you called and i was like oh hey you want to come to our 666 party because that was like that week <laughs> that was like earlier in the week that's the weirdest thing ever and then as we're sitting there like I, she wasn't she she worked and so she actually didn't come over for a bit and so i was on the couch sitting next to another girl and i was kind of like you know planning my moves and then all you know all of a sudden my wife walked in my, my future wife walked in <laughs> honey and i she said yesterday i was talking to her about this and she said that she physically saw a change in me where i was like leaning away from the girl next to me on the couch and the girl next to me was confused like what the heck a second ago you were gonna put your arm around me and now you're not and that's when we knew we were attracted to each other because of the changeling thank you <laughs> it's a beautiful story thank you george c scott it's also terrifying <laughs> it is yeah that'll get the girl to, to cuddle up close but there you go and then for joel to back away the changeling it works <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys ready for we're now gonna have a dating show oh, totally yeah this is what works <laughs> yeah you're experts yeah we are all married so we did something right success yay all right ready yes buzzers ready ready all right i gotta wait till their thumbs are out so everybody knows which film set a record with the highest amount of screens showing it on the opening weekend dun 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 jaws Damn. This is one of the first blockbusters. Is multiple choice? Yeah. Okay. But you have to guess Be- straight up first. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, <laughs> go. Record number of screens. Screen 3, Paranormal Activity 2, The Sixth Sense, or Saw 3D? Beep, beep, Richie. All right. Sixth Sense. Mm. Oh. Well, do I get a chance at multiple choice? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. What? You already guessed. He didn't get a multiple choice. He's the, he's the fair and just chuzz. Yeah, you definitely Can you give me the choices it. again? Screen 3. Paranormal Activity 2, The Sixth Sense, and Saw 3D. I'm going to say Paranormal Activity 2. Wrong again. Dang it. It's Scream 3, isn't it? It is Scream 3. Really? Okay. I was going to say that one, but I thought, you know, after the buzz about Paranormal Activity 2, I wouldn't be Well, when one was released, they only released it in like three cities, and they made you sign a petition to bring it to your city, which was great marketing. Oh, yeah. They had to fight, and they said that whole... Remember, there's a story about it was so scary that Steven Spielberg watched it and then put the film reel back in a garbage bag and put it on their porch. Yeah. 
like it's sinister or something. It's terrible. But it, no, but what they did is they didn't show any part of the movie except for maybe something hitting the camera. They showed the audience screaming and that's saying, "Pretty much the movie." That's the pretty much the movie. Bring this movie to your city now. Yeah, which made people salivate for yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it was good marketing. That's yes. the paranormal and I believe, activity sort of I believe thing. paranormal activities uh, hold the record for uh, most profit, meaning it costs the least but made the yeah. most. Yes. They cost $10,000 or something. Yeah. Because they don't do anything. Yeah. All they, all they need is some like a house to rent and some fishing wire. That's it. Yeah. Okay, which I'm horror movie oh. would you say has the highest body count between Day of, uh, Dawn of the Dead, 28 Days Later, Carrie... Or ghost ship. No, 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 dang it. That's going to be Ghost Ship. The intro to Ghost Ship is awesome. It's horrifying. Okay. Beep, beep, Richie. Kent. Dawn of the Dead. Yes. Really? Yeah. Well, including zombies. Well, no, I'm thinking, is it the remake? Do you know if it's the 2000? Either or. Both there are hundreds and hundreds of zombies and dead people. But yeah, the, the beginning of Ghost Ship is awesome. I didn't even think about I, I that. I haven't even seen that, so I'm kind of curious. Just watch the intro and that's it. That's really the best part. Yeah. And by best, I mean most horrifying because it is shocking. But does it work? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> haven't tried that on another woman since I married my wife. <laughs> All right. What is the best zombie? No, no. Let's not do zombie. Let's not even cover zombie. We'll okay. Uh, best slasher. Uh, best slasher film? Look, I acknowledge Mike, Mike, Michael Myers being the, one of the one of the first big ones in 1978, but I got to go with Nightmare on Elm Street 1984. It follows the classic slasher genre of a group of teenagers getting killed off one by one by a, a villain. But I prefer uh, a vocal villain to a silent stalker. I love the way Freddy plays with his victims and frightens them. It really does. I think it's a very effective horror movie. I think it has some good comedy, comedic moments as well. So I'm going to have to say Nightmare on Elm Street 1984. Nice choice. For me, I really want to say Halloween as well, but I almost can't because I think Michael Myers showing up in the daytime is one of the scariest things I've ever seen. And he just stands there. And he stands there. He's a stalker. And this was before he went all supernatural. Yeah. Yes, he could fall out of windows and get hit by a few bullets and survive, but still... Anyone could do that. Anyone could do that. But I think the best slasher is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ooh, Leatherface. It's a feeling of hopelessness the entire time and being somewhere unfamiliar. Yeah. And just trying to get away where Texas. when you're on <laughs> Texas. <I feel laughs> when so you're in Texas and you're trying to get away <laughs> and there's an entire family of just Texans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Texas. No, I have no we know that Texas is our like third highest listening state. So. Yeah, it really is. Just give me a little shout out there. But horns. to me, it actually feels realistic as well, because there are times when maybe you can get away, but look behind you sort of thing. And you hear Leatherface coming, but that doesn't make it any less scary. Well, the thing creepy about Texas Chainsaw Massacre is that you think it's limited to the one family. Yeah. But then, spoiler alert for 1970, whatever it was. Uh, 74, I think. 74. I was going to say 73 or 74. But... but then you find out, no, the town is involved, too. It's not just this one family. Yeah. And that's what makes it creepy is you don't know who to trust. And it ends, and Leatherface is still in the street just being like, basically, I'll get you next time. Yeah. It, it's not like they I'll killed him. I'll get you next time, Gadget. There you go. Next time. They didn't kill him. He's still just there, and he's he's angry. And he will do it again. And he did, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he like did, like, seven times. Movies, yeah. yeah. <laughs> seven it's, times. It's, it's weird to look at these old movies, too, and see, like, you know, uh, Matthew McConaughey or Renee Zellweger in Texas Chainsaw Massacre-type movies. And yeah. And you see, like, Kevin Bacon in Friday the 13th and Johnny Depp in Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, horror movies sometimes are a springboard. Yes. But not often, because there's a lot of No, Leonardo movies. DiCaprio, his first movie was Critters 2. Was it? Yes. Johnny oh, Depp. 
Johnny, I already mentioned Johnny. That's yeah. Right. Were you paying attention, Jacob? No, I don't listen to you most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that's the benefit of horror movies is they can get decent actors who don't know they're good actors yet. Yeah. Or, you know, like you said, they're springboards and they're cheap at the time. They are. All right. All Next right. up. I'd like to hear what the biggest letdown was. The biggest letdown? Yeah, this is the horror movie you're like, oh, the, wait, this gosh, is, this is, this is a Jacob, this uh, this is a Jacob, Jacob Audible. It is. So what's the one that you were really looking forward to? Got to the theater. Kent even bought popcorn. He never does that. Floor popcorn. <laughs> and uh, and then you're like, man, that really, really sucked. I'm going to... I'll go first. Yeah, go first. Because I'm going to say The Ring 2. <sighs> after watching The Ring... <laughs> after watching The Ring and, and just thinking how terrifying it was to watch The Ring 2 and those stupid CGI deer... And just that, that Samara is no longer a little girl. She's like an adult woman trying to look like a little girl because I think the little girl grew up. And uh, by the way, the girl who played Samara is actually pretty hot. I can't remember her name right now. <laughs> That's when you know it's not scary. Not, not the, no. <laughs> yeah. Not the little girl in You one. mean when the you s- her hair parts and you see no, her disgusting it's, eye? It's in the ring, You think too. that's hot? No, I can't remember her name that's right now. That's so weird. It's in the ring, too, though. They had an adult woman play Samara. And I remember looking her up and being like, oh, hello, you're the best part about this movie. But it's so dumb. And the, I, can I just bring up the grudge, too, as well? Because yeah. the same thing. It's just the first one was a lot of fun. And then it just it just goes downhill from there. Mm-hmm. Like it, It's just terrible. And at the end, spoiler alert for the, the grudge, too. When you get attacked by your own hoodie and then pulled into the netherworld inside your own hoodie, it's not a good movie. Yeah. Kelly Stables. That's who she is. Kelly Stables played Samara in the ring, too. And she's the hot one or the little girl? No, not 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 Stitch. <laughs> not, not the girl who played Lilo. <laughs> I'm talking about... There's Kelly Stables. Oh, yeah, she's attractive. She's an attractive woman. She was in that uh, Pride and Prejudice uh, remake that happened around here. Which one? Yeah, I don't... The one that was local. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pride and Prejudice. I don't think it was Pride and Prejudice, but... It was. Yeah. Anywho, that's what uh, I, I would totally agree with the ring, too. Uh, man, that hurt, but... Honestly, I, I, for me, it's a lot of horror films where I'm totally in it, and then the end just ruins the whole thing. Kind of like Joel and I talked about this the other day, Sinister. Oh, yeah. Sinister is so messed up, and I loved it for that. I was like, yep, this is cool and gross, and then the end was just kind of like, hey, kids. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave it at that. It, it really was a letdown. Like, that movie, I think, had a great buildup, and it was a slow burn, but then at the end, it was kind of like, boo, we're a horror movie. We don't have to make sense, mm-hmm. and that's kind of that kind of killed it. Yeah. Buzzers? Buzzers. Buzzers ready. All right. Who is the killer in Friday the 13th? Jason's mother. No, come on. Joel. Pamela Voorhees. That's correct. I mean, no, I was going to say that. You didn't give me a chance. I'm technically correct. You're technically correct. You didn't say which Jason. It could have been Jason the counselor. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Jason in the office. Yeah. Yeah. There's no option. Just judge, huh? Huh? You always agree with Joel. Did you, did you, did you know her name? <laughs> yeah. Well, why didn't you say her name? Because I, I went easy. I went easy with it. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert for 1980. Yeah. All right. That one's going to Joel. Boo. Earns. No, it doesn't make you tie. No, never mind. Kid's still hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Halloween H2O features <laughs> a cast member from Psycho. Baby Bridgie. That would be Janet Lee. No! That's correct. No! Um, Janet fun, Lee. Fun fact for extra points. Being uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's mother. Yeah. Very good. So she came in. Jamie Lee Curtis was in the original Halloween. She's in Psycho, and then... And they actually have the car from the original Psycho movie in Jamie, Halloween H2O. Right. Jamie Lee Curtis wasn't... I should clarify. Jamie Lee Curtis wasn't in Psycho. Janet Lee was in Psycho. Yes. Both of them are in Halloween H2O. Dang it. 
Well done. Tied up. You guys are now tied. Although, to be fair, I probably should have given Kent the chance to yeah. say your name. But he should have just said her name. <laughs> say right. her name. All right. Moon child. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, okay. Man. Let's do best horror comedy. Okay, I, uh, I'll go first. Please. I know what Joel's going to say, so I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say that, just so you know. Ah, man. <laughs> I tried not to repeat, and that was on another one. Can I say it then? Yeah. Cabin in the Woods. Is that Kent's? Oh, I thought that's the one you guys were trying to avoid. No, no, no. Kent, Kent thought I was going to say Shaun of the Dead for this one. Yeah, I thought he was going to oh. say Shaun of the Dead, and I know the other one he's going to say, so I'm going to say Cabin in the Woods. I think Cabin in the Woods is so masterful. In It's kind of like Scream, but now and kind of for a different genre. It, it was the Scream of this decade. Yes. But I, I do have a question for you, because I, I agree. Yes. I think Cabin in the Woods is a great one. But do you think Cabin in the Woods is as good for people who don't watch horror movies? Like, someone who didn't watch horror movie walked into that one, they find it as humorous as, say, people who've watched a ton of them. No, no, I would agree with that, but it's also, cr- culturally, everyone has a depiction of horror films, right. even if they don't watch them where it's like, yeah, people get naked in horror movies, you know, is that why you watch them? And that's what they kind of address <laughs> in the movie itself. It is. And I'm not disagreeing with you, I'm just yeah. asking, because I've never shown this to someone who doesn't like horror, and I'm like, man, because I found it super entertaining, especially the ending. Not yes. gonna, I'm not going to spoil anything. But the ending was fantastic. But you're right. If you see kind of like love letters to the Cenobites in this movie or yeah. other creatures, or especially the artifact scene. Yes. That was a fun scene. It was so much fun. What are they going to do? Yeah, up? you're not going to get yeah. that. You're just going to be like, oh, that's, oh, they. I guess they could have chosen what came to the cabin. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. I still think it's crazy entertaining and as, as a comedy, works. Yeah. Well, just out of curiosity, what, yes. what did you think I was going to say otherwise? Evil Dead 2. No. Okay. No. I'm actually not a huge fan of the Evil Dead. Oh, I love Evil Dead, too. I love Evil Yeah. I'm going to say best horror comedy is Ghostbusters. Okay. I mean, a lot of people think it is a straightforward comedy. Yeah. I do. But it's a horror comedy. I mean, there are some scary elements in there. The woman, the the librarian ghost, that creeped me out as a kid. Uh, Even Dana turning into that demon dog is pretty terrifying. Or Or the demon in her fridge. It is... It really is one of, I think it probably is the best horror comedy because it transcends horror and comedy and has been put up in the pedestal as a classic. Yes. And I think I can't wait for the the sequel. I don't think it's going to be any good. (laughs) I'm lying. After Ghostbusters 2, I'm not excited for any sequels. Yeah. He is Vigo! (laughs) Ghostbusters. No, good choice. Thank you. Nice person. Where's Kent? (laughs) (laughs) My choice is better, clearly. Okay, there's Kent. Because mine's, you know, what you think of more, I think, in October. Hey, (laughs) I think Ghostbusters you can watch year-round and enjoy. That's why I think it's one of the best horror comedies. But mine are like, hey, I feel like something a little bit more scary. Well, Anything else. I feel like another reason, and this is just, you know, the way I feel, but I feel like Ghostbusters is really good for that reason because it is one that kids can watch and adults can watch. I don't think I'm going to show my kids Cabin in the Woods until they're like 13 or 14. Uh, Hopefully older? No, about then. Yeah. I have the edited (laughs) version. I have the edited version. Okay. So you're going to show them the edited version when they're 13. Yes. Then when they're 18, they can make their own choice. They can make their own choice, but I'll still (laughs) own the edited version. All right. Next category? Yeah. Yeah. Who's the best final girl? Uh, I'll go first on this one, and I only have one here. I, I thought about putting Jamie Lee Curtis in, but I didn't uh, from ha- from Halloween. But I think the best final girl is Ellen Ripley from Alien, because at the beginning she is just another passenger on the ship. She's not a you know any sort of fighter, but then she becomes a survivor, and then in subsequent in the sequel she becomes a fighter, and she becomes the foremost expert on on, the, on these on these uh, what do they call them Xenomorphs. 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 Yeah. And uh, 
I just think she's a great final girl because she is iconic as just this awesome uh, survivor. I just think the sequels ruined her in a way because they became straight up action movies. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I think she is great in the first one, and she's she's pretty awesome. Sigourney but I, great. I stopped thinking of her as a final girl, even though Alien is a horror film. Mm-hmm. Well, just girl alone, just kind of, it's a different... She's yeah. Different. But in my mind, she's the final girl. The final girl. Which is weird. You didn't use uh, Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street. That would have been good. Although Laurie she, Strode. She's fine. Like, the thing is, Nancy does a good job, but then Nancy kind of gets it in the end. Spoiler alert yeah. from 1984. And uh, uh, Laurie Strode, once again, she is fine, but then she kind of disappears from the franchise in the best one, three... Uh, (laughs) (laughs) season of the witch where was she (laughs) so terrible uh i think the best final girl is sarah from the descent oh not from sarah connor not from the sarah connor chronicles i think the descent is so terrifying and sarah kind of a little bit like ellen ripley sarah sarah friend no not that sarah (laughs) but sarah fights her way out of these catacombs it literally i still haven't seen that it looks scary <laughs> that was so I'm cute. Too, that was adorable. Scared. It looks terrifying, Mr. Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> that was really cute, Jake. Yeah. But no, Sarah's great and she has to deal with, you know, not only these underground creatures, but also people that have betrayed her in the past and things that go poorly, but she still becomes a warrior. And depending on which ending you saw, you know, she may or may not be the final girl. Really? The alternate ending changes it? A little bit different. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think she's awesome. There you go. They made a sequel. Eh. Yeah. But Sarah. Descent 2, The Descenting. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Here's a question. A quiz? Not a quiz question. Oh. This is a... This is a Jacob Twist this category? Is, this is a Jacob Twist category. Oh, God. Well, let's hypothetically say I have a niece and a nephew who have an average age of 20. And they both have not seen a lot of scary movies. And they scare pretty easy. So you'd say what would be the best gateway horror movie for them? No, I don't want a gateway horror movie. I want to scare them. What's a good scary movie? Like what's really going to shock them, but isn't too graphic? The Ring. Yeah, I'm going to say The Ring too. The Ring or The Shining. That's pretty graphic at parts. I Yeah. 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 <laughs> as soon as they see that dog bear in that room, I was thinking more of the blood coming out of the elevators. Nah, and the, the the worst part is the dog bear. That is the worst. Bathtub woman. The movie makes no sense. Yeah. It would probably be something like The Ring or The Grudge. Yeah, The Ring or The Grudge are good popcorn flicks that you could throw out to people. Yeah. Um, I think those are both good choices. Okay. Okay. But is this something you're going to do? Yeah. Right before we come in as zombies and scare them? <laughs> We're not doing oh, that. <laughs> I gotta We're get, so I, not doing I, that. I can get so few people on board with me about <laughs> yeah. that. Weird, right? Charity. I can't get people to dress up like zombies. Guys, guys. my house at night. <laughs> one person may die. One zombie may actually die. But it's only one. <laughs> out of seven? Statistically. <laughs> Okay. All right. You guys want quiz or category? Quiz. Quiz. Are your buzzers ready? Yeah. What snack is Tallahassee searching for? Baby Richie. Twinkies. Twinkies is correct. Fun fact. They're actually vegan Twinkies. Woody Harrelson doesn't eat. He's a vegan. Oh, really? So they had to make special Twinkies for that movie so he could eat them. Oh, he would never find them. What a weirdo. What a weirdo. Vegans are weirdos. So what a weirdo. We've offended Texans and vegans. And Irish people. And Irish people. Yeah. And his character. I had that one. I think Jake, I think his buzzer is just too loud. His microphone's up. And well, and I could turn it down if no, you want. No, no, Yours? Okay. okay. All right. You ready? Yes. Halloween primarily takes place in which... Dun, 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 you know this? Dun, dun, dun. Joel. Haddonfield. That's incorrect. Dang it. In which state? Oh! <laughs> I want to hear the multiple choice because I don't know where Haddonfield is. 
All right. Local I should get choice. points for no, knowing this no, city. No, it's state. We always do this. Okay. Don't, no looking it up, Joel. No, I already got it wrong, so I can't get it. You can guess again. No, he can't. A, oh, Ohio. B, Indiana. C, California. D, Illinois. Okay. B.B. Richie, Illinois? That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. Oh, phew. <laughs> okay. I named the city it was in. I think that's pretty impressive. Because you did research what? last night. You wouldn't have known otherwise. No, I know that one because of, like, it's it's a thing. It's Hattiefield. You get kudos. <laughs> kudos? <laughs> kudos granola yeah. bar? Yeah. Do they still make kudos? And nutty fudge, chocolate chip, and peanut butter. Kudos. I love you more than any other. Do, do, do. I'm yours. I'm yours. Man, how did those things stick in your head? I don't head? know. Jingles just stick. Let's do another category then. I'd like to hear first scary movie memory. First scary movie memory. Joel, you're first? Uh, it's, this isn't a movie, per se, but it is the greatest music video of all time. I'm going to say Michael Jackson's Thriller. I watched, that was the first thing that you saw that I saw, led you to this dark world? Yes. I saw... My, my parents had a VHS, and on it, it had Thriller immediately followed by the making of Thriller. And I would watch those back-to-back. And I, I must have been... It, it came out in 83... I probably watched it in, like, 84. So I was, like, you know, four, four years old watching Thriller. And, I mean, the cat monster, uh, which is not a werewolf. It's a cat we monster. We talked about this yeah. on the other show. Yeah. Um, the cat monster terrified me. That part where he just pops up his head and says, go away. I used yeah. to cry. And then at the ending when they're all reaching for him, uh, it also, you know, made me freak out. But then I watched the making of him. like, oh, okay, this is all pretend. This is all fun. And I think that's what made me love that. Cool. And I'm doing the same thing with my kids. Do you have now. an honorable mention? Uh, no, that was the one I came up with. So I have two. Uh, the first one is, they're basically unintentional horror films. The first is Alice in Wonderland, the 1980s miniseries. <gasps> the live action one? The live action with one with Carol Channing, the Jabberwocky. Which she turns into a lamb? It, it's right at the end of the first movie and Alice <gasps> is back home and everything's fine, but she starts reading the Jabberwocky. I thought she started reading the Necronomicon. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Book of the Dead for yeah, Alice. Exactly. And that leads right into Alice through the looking glass. But Jabberwocky comes into her living room. And I thought that was so scary that like there a, was thunder and lightning in, in the bad effects. And it's a guy in suit, clearly. But it's like a big blobby creature thing that pours but out But the, the dragon face it is just awful. Yeah. Now, the other one is from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> the child snatcher? The child, the child catcher. <laughs> That's right. Where he's sniffing out kids is... So terrifying, and I still remember that. And I, I was like, "Why is that in this movie?" Chitty Chitty Bang, bang. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, yeah, is terrifying. That part in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang when the child catcher comes up to the second story window oh. and starts scratching on it. Not good. See, I'm getting chills. That's the weirdest thing. All this thirty year old nostalgia is coming back. I really don't remember seeing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang as a kid. Okay. I watched it just recently as an adult, and he's creepy. Yeah, like he's a yeah, creepy character. So, so yeah, I agree. I, I, That's the start of me on horror, and I've never looked back. Wow, that's good. Except for right now, when you just look back and what's yeah, and I got scared. <laughs> All right, let's stay in the same vein then. What is the scariest movie that they say is for kids? For me, it's probably oh, I don't know if this is for kids, but I remember it was kind of pitched that way. Cat's Eye. Oh, Cat's you guys, it's a Stephen King, yeah, that's Steven a, that's Spielberg, Drew Barrymore, isn't it? Yeah, Drew Barrymore. There, it's an anthology. It's three stories. The first one is the most popular because well, it's Cat's Eye. Yeah, it's basically Drew Barrymore goes to sleep. Her cat's just sleeping next to her. And this little troll thing, basically what you think of like a stereotypical troll, comes into her room and steals her breath. And so the cat basically does battle with the troll in her room. And you can see this thing stealing her essence from her mouth and, and nose. And I, as a kid, I'm like, and I'm never going to sleep fighting. again. Yeah. And the cat has to fight the troll. That's because cats are true pets. So then you said it's a part of a trilogy. So it's Cat's Eye, 
No, the, no, Cat's Eye has three movies in it. Oh, it's three movies in it. Okay. Yeah, and the others aren't as good, but that one I remember just like, uh, is this for kids? I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. I have vague memories of that one. Also, The Witches is... Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That super weird. Me out. Oh, that's creepy. And super weird. Yeah, it's just creepy. Like, her... Uh, Angelica Houston as a witch is terrifying. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Joel? Uh, I'm going to say Watcher in the Woods. Oh, yeah. This is one of those first ones you show kids. It's a very... It's a Disney-made horror film, but it's scary. And the scariest part for me, personally, was the part when um, the girl is under the water... And then Bet, not Bet Midler, Betty Davis comes yep. by and starts pushing her down with the stick, and you think she's trying to drown her, and that's like one of my biggest fears. Like that terrifies me. In the end, she was trying to just push her out from underneath there. Spoiler from 1980, but that one that one creeped me out. And then my honorable mention we've already brought up was the Dark Crystal. Yeah, it's horrible. so weird. It's unsuitable for children. It's terrifying. The Skeksis are terrible. Those spider monsters are terrible. The eye sucking machine is awful. Don't show that to your kids. All right, next All right. category. Those are good. Uh, okay, I'd like to know, and this is off the regular list, but what movie do you think had the best makeup? And hmm. I don't even accept effects in a combination with makeup. Maybe the, the the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Because Freddy was great, and when the kills got a little bit more elaborate mm-hmm. later on, they got real gross. Like a stomach full of faces or a pizza. Yeah. Well, like in- his effects were like, in... In that movie, when he like comes down above the bed, yeah, I was like, "How do they do that?" No, it's great. Nineteen eighty yeah. or whatever, it's impressive stuff. I mean, if you look at scary movies now, they all do the grossest possible stuff, and yeah. I don't really think of that as makeup. Really, it's more buckets of blood. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with the the thing, uh, John Carpenter's the thing. Oh, because that one so freaking good. Those, those effects, a lot practical effects, a lot mm-hmm. of them, and it's horrifying. Like it's really, it's a little hokey. Now you watch it, and you're like, "Oh, it's pretty obvious." That's a I watched it a couple weeks ago. Still but great. It's great, but that, it's a little bit hokey, but still, I mean, for the time, and it still holds up very well. Those effects are fantastic. And I changed my vote to The Fly with Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. It's gross. Oh, yeah. That was disgusting. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good choices. Good Thank choices. you. All right. Is there any other categories you guys are just burning to get to? Oh, we can do them real quick. If you want to just throw them at us, we'll just answer right. them. We'll do let's quick do, versions. Let's do lightning round. Um, lightning round. Uh, best found footage. Blair Witch. Blair Witch. You're not going to get much better than that. It was the best, and everything since that has been a pale comparison. I mean, Paranormal Activity was successful, but Blair Witch. Blair Witch, much better. Okay. Gateway Horror. Psycho. Or, oh. or The Birds. That's a good one. It's got to be Hitchcock all the way. Yeah, that's yeah. an interesting choice. And I'm going to say Shaun of the Dead. I've shown that to many people who hate horror movies, and uh, they end up really liking it, and then they realize, oh, horror movies aren't so bad. Shaun of the Dead. Okay. Which could have fit in many other categories, but that's where I put it. Yeah. Yeah, I do like Psycho, though. Uh, Haunted House. Best Haunted House. The Which, Shining? I hate to do in Lightning Round because that's a great category. I know. But it is. It, the Shining can't be beat. Change, changing is great, as Joel already talked about, but it's The Shining. Now, I'm going to go against him, and okay. I'm going to say Poltergeist. I love the fact that that movie just kind of creeps people. Like, it's very subtle horror for a while, and then it just builds and builds and builds until it's freaky. Even the medium that comes in, she's creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This house is clear. Uh, yeah, and then the fact, cool the ending. Spoiler alert for Caroline. Poltergeist. The fact that they moved this, the headstones but didn't move the bodies. Yeah. That's an awesome Awesome. All right. So not really about a poltergeist at all. Yeah. And then I had House on Haunted Hill. Actually, we brought that up. Yeah. House on Haunted Hill, the original 1959. Oh, yeah. I love that one. Love that. That's, that's probably the house I would least want to stay in. I love. But that. nothing beats the woman in the bathtub in The Shining or the twins at the end of the hall. It's creepy. Nothing beats that. I don't know. Not really, a, that. not really a house. It's a hotel. Oh, that's, that's true. Bigger <laughs> yeah, location. You no, know, it's a family the in a location. The judge has spoken. Uh. <laughs> Take your overlook hotel elsewhere. 
best vampire movie. Wait, did you skip Paranormal? It's all right. Oh, yeah, I did. Best Paranormal. We can do that one. Best Paranormal movie, I was going to say uh, Sixth Sense. I was going to put that in twist because it's a fantastic twist, but it's a great paranormal movie. And I like that the ghosts have some sort of purpose to them. I kind of like that. Angle. It actually said poltergeist here. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Best vampire. Yeah, vampire. The Lost Boys. Ah, oh, Lost Boys. I love Lost Boys. And there aren't th- that many great... Cry, little sister, <laughs> thou shalt not fall. Just awesome cast, great comic relief, and perfectly 80s. It's very 80s. It's yes. fun to watch. And I love the ending yes. of that movie with the grandpa being so nonchalant about it all. The Dracula movies are fine, but there's so many of them, they kind of get lost in the shuffle. Right. There are a lot. Yeah. Uh, I actually said, I don't know if you guys have ever heard this before. It's a German horror movie. Oh, Nos- no. Here we Nosferatu. go. <laughs> um, no, I think that's a fantastic. You're playing hipster. He's a horrifying creature. And then my honorable mention was actually Horror of Dracula, 1958. Christopher Lee? Christopher Lee. Okay. It's, it's, the, it's the British version of the Dracula movie, but it's a little more terrifying than our 1931 version. Okay. There you go. All right. Well, what about werewolves? An American werewolf in London. Oh, yeah. And because Joel said that, I'm saying Silver Bullet. Oh, Silver Bullet. That's a fun one. Yeah, scared me as a kid. But I think I've seen that. American Werewolf in London is a better movie. Best transformation scene ever. It was hard for me not to say uh, that for the makeup effects, because that's a great transformation. Yeah. So tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Dry British humor. It's a, it's a fun yeah. one. Oh, honorable mention for the Wolfman there. Least scary horror movie. <laughs> Joel? Uh, Birdemic, Shock and Terror. <laughs> no, no. It's a horror movie, but I'm not frightened by animated gifs. Because those birds, but it, are it almost wasn't trying. I mean, it was trying, but it wasn't it's trying. It's one of the worst movies ever. And then Plan Nine from Outer Space in the same vein, trying to be scary, but really not. It's really more funny than scary. See, for me, it's these two movies are basically the same movie for me, and not scary. It's The Others and The Woman in Black. Neither one. Others didn't get you at all. Not at all. Others got me like a couple parts, but it was jumpy, and that's about it. It was there were mood setting movies, not just, much else. I just love that moment when they're saying when the little sisters yelling at the boy to get away from the other people because they're dead and just that moment of get away get away little boy i love that part yeah but it didn't scare me at all okay that's fair yeah you heart is it fair (laughs) all right in fact no i do want to hear best death oh best death it's got to be in a nightmare on elm street Johnny Johnny Depp's Johnny Depp's is the fountain of blood. Oh my gosh, body. in the waterbed, <laughs> or being pulled through the wind. The mom being pulled through the window at the end. <laughs> the puppet being pulled through the window. Those but I want to say it's got to be in one of the sequels. You think so? Oh man, this is so hard. As horrible as they are, and I, I do acknowledge they are horrible. <laughs> I got mine. I got mine. <laughs> the final de- the final destination movies. The way they do the whole Rube Goldberg. Uh, you know, basically this really roundabout way of killing someone. It's fun to watch how creatively they do it, even if the movies are trash. Yes. And, you know, those deaths are great. But I think <laughs> <laughs> those deaths are great, Joel. <laughs> Love those deaths. <laughs> but I think the one that really shocked me, and this is a movie I watched too much as a kid, was uh, Friday the 13th Part 7. And it's called The New Blood. And there is. Is this real? I feel like he's making this. No, not, this so is right? real. It's a real one. Joel knows the story. And there is, and it's so simple. It's not like Freddy at all. He, he breaks open a tent where there are two people in, and oh. there is a woman in a sleeping bag. And what he does is he grabs the head part of the sleeping bag, so she has to sink down further. And he's so strong, he picks it up, the whole sleeping bag, and hits it against a tree. He's playing pinata with a tree. Oh. Multiple times. And she's in the sleeping bag. You, you can't move when you're in a sleeping bag. And she's busted up. It's oh, disgusting. That is, that That's is. a happy note to end on. <laughs> Thanks, Jacob, for having us end on that note. Just, uh, hey, wait. Dan's saying hi. Yeah. Is it, He's outside the window. Is there a... What's the score? Yeah, let's do another quiz. Yeah, it's three Joel, it's four Kim. Okay, we're done. Cool, let's finish no, the no, show. No. 
I think we need two more questions. Okay. All right. Do you have two more questions to end? I've got two more questions. The character in this horror movie, or the characters in this horror movie, are seen watching Shaun of the Dead. Oh, no. A. Beep, beep, Richie. Yes. Uh, Scream four. To, he was just about to get multiple That's right. Yes. No. <laughs> Are you All right. kidding me? That's a great ending right there. Oh, can I get the last question just so I can get? One yeah, let's point? do the last question just so for fun. Can sweep it. All right. Well, the one I was going to do next, Joel, you actually just said in passing, so I didn't know if I. So I get the point. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so I automatically get the point. Um, so I wanted to do a different one. What, what was the What was the one that was going to be? The name of the hotel in the shop. Oh yeah. Dun, 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 over That's easy. Yeah. Colorado. What is the name of Ripley's cat in Alien? Oh, oh my God! It's I not Newt. It's not Newt. I know it's not Newt. <laughs> Can you give us multiple choice. Beat be, sure. be Richie. Okay, let Ken answer first. Think of his multiple Jingles? choice. Jingles. Oh, that's close. <laughs> oh, I knew okay. it. See, now he's going to get it. Then yeah. that doesn't I, I, I count. Don't win anyway, Mr. unless Boots. unless this is worth five points. <laughs> the final <laughs> no. is worth the Jenga quiz. Ninety-nine points. <laughs> All right. Um, A is Mr. Boots. B is Garfield. C is Jonesy. D is Orion. Yeah, it's Jonesy. It's Jonesy. Yeah, Jonesy. It is Jonesy. So I get the point. But still, Kent wins. Congratulations. Thank Kent. you for the tacos that we bet on. Um, we didn't bet any tacos. I'm pretty sure we did. We did not. Before the show. Uh, interesting fact, too, actually, which was one of the questions I didn't get to, but uh, Ghostface's mask in Scream is actually based on a painting. Yeah, it's the Scream. The Scream. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know that. What's, was... Who's the artist? Uh, I want to say Munch. M- yeah. I was going yeah. to say Munich. That's not yeah, right. But it's spelled the same way. Yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. That's that famous anyway, painting. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. But I just want to say thank you for uh, uh, riding with us along in this Halloween uh, month of podcasts. We really enjoyed talking about this. It's going to be hard to go back to regular subjects. It really so is. so many horror things and Halloween. We'll really be like, best boxing about. movie. I miss Halloween. <laughs> Halloween was a great boxing movie <laughs> yeah. when, you know, Michael Myers is punching <laughs> Dr. Loomis in the face. But but hopefully you guys have been able to bear with us because I know this is a very occult this entire month. It is. With a little bit of Halloween candy in the mix. Yeah, we've, we tried to keep it light and fluffy and, you know, we, we, we really tried to reserve ourselves from talking too much about horror movies, which is why we gave ourselves this episode to go crazy on them. Yes. But, you know, horror movies are fun. If you, Please, if you uh, haven't seen any of the movies that we recommended that, you know, I've recommended, please go see those. Don't see some of the ones I recommended. That's what I was going to say. Sure. But And then go on iTunes, give us a rating, give us a review. We love to see what you have to say about us. We love to interact with you on our Facebook page. We also love to interact with you at BaconCell.com or on Twitter. But uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, you, you can see me at QuickWits. Uh, QWComedy.com for details. They perform every every Saturday, 10 o'clock in Midville. And you can find me on Twitter at 786Joel. You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Kenny3DD. You can also read my movie reviews at ShowtimeShowdown.com. Ooh. Thanks, thanks Jake. <laughs> Ooh. Jake. Jake didn't know I had a movie website. <laughs> what? What is website? All right. Well, he doesn't know Google. So. Everybody, or <laughs> listener, uh, you can find me on Twitter as well at Jacob A. Rogers and... This has been Bacon Sale. Do you want me to family friendly this again? My brother's an idiot. Hello, Luchadore. Yo soy Dracula. Uh, Sadako, though, who is Samara it's in the Sudoku. I always say talking McTalkerson all the time when I'm talking about you, and I always say, you know, unresearchy Richardson. I'm nice today. You She's an Aussie. She's an Aussie. He's an Aussie. And I was real bendy back in the day. Yeah.
And I was like, oh my gosh, he's going to die. And then he shoots off into the boiler room and they're like, oh, he'll be fine. No, he's not fine. <laughs> he's dead. Do they still make kudos? Nutty fudge, chocolate chip, and peanut butter. Kudos, I love you more than any other. I'm yours. I'm yours. I would cry whenever the Banshee came on the screen yeah. last, last year. That's the start of me on horror, and I've never looked back. Wow. Good. Except for right now, you just looked back and went, yeah, and I got scared. <laughs> Thank you. Nice person. Where's the Vegans are weirdos. Whistling is never good, by the way. No, it's creepy. If I ever hear I go outside and one of my neighbors is whistling, I go inside and lock the door. <laughs> Say right. her name. All right. Moonchild. No, I've heard people whistle, and I'm like, are they planning to kill me? And then pulled into the netherworld inside your own hoodie? It's not a good movie. I can't wait for lunch after this. Green dumplings. Yeah. Did I already mention that? Yeah. Were you paying attention to it? Oh, I don't listen to you most of the time. For Joel. Did you say who could blame him? Yeah. I probably could. By the way, the girl who played Samara is actually pretty hot. I watched this movie on dates, and it worked. And do you want to know why this is the best date movie? Hmm. Because it works. The Changeling works. So all you out there who aren't married, just show a group of people the Changeling. One of them in the room is going to be your wife. You want to come to our 666 party? That's when we knew we were trying to Because of the Changeling. No, no. Haven't tried that on another woman since I married my wife. And there's an entire family of just Texans. And then all of a sudden this banshee appears at the doorway and tries to take your soul away. Yeah. It's like dating in Provo.